0: My offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of Divine Spirit. Trinity Center for Spiritual Living. I am so happy to be with you all today. And as Reverend Tony said, I'm just a member of the family, that's all. You know, no, I'm not a guest speaker. So I want to talk to you this morning about releasing and letting go. But before I go there, I want to talk about Thanksgiving. Thank you, Dexter, for the meditation. It was beautiful this morning. Jay, you just take me away every time. Thank you, Constance. Thank you, Karen, for the music. Thank everyone for your participation in whatever and at whatever level you do it. Thank you for just being here, getting up on Sunday morning and showing up. You know, it's quote unquote Thanksgiving. It's the holiday. It's the day that's on the calendar, the fourth Thursday of the month. But every day should be a day of Thanksgiving. Every day should be a day of Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And I know uh, Reverend Tony was working with Pam Grout's book. And early on in her book, she states that Thanksgiving is one of the most powerful things. As a matter of fact, she said, I would like to suggest that there is nothing more important that you could ever do for yourself, your family, your friends, your planet, and even for the children that are starving than tune into the frequency of gratitude and joy. Nothing you can do. And you all know Rhonda Byrne, who wrote The Secret. Rhonda also has a book called The Magic. And that's what the entire book is about gratitude. And Rhonda has this theory, because as we know, you know, there's big discussion about the Bible. It's, it's historical, it's allegorical, it's psychological, it's all of those things and more. But Rhonda says that There's riddles in the Bible. She said they left out words, and we've got to figure out the missing word. In other words, we've got to solve the riddle. And she makes reference to Matthew, the 13th chapter, the 12th verse, and it says, Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what he has will be taken from him. And that seems so unfair, don't you think? You don't have anything and you're going to lose what you have, but some pers- the person that has more is going to get more? Hmm. So Rhonda says that that's a riddle. And the missing word in the riddle is gratitude. Whoever has gratitude will be given more. And what he or she will have is more abundant. Whoever does not have gratitude, even what he or she has will be taken from him or her. Makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? It's a big difference. So it's gratitude that opens up the door. It's the open sesame, if you will. It opens the door to all that you desire. As Reverend Tony said, we live in a world of infinite possibilities. There is so much more than you can even possibly conceive. So whatever your dreams, whatever your desires are, they're all possible. And tell you what, they're already yours. Because if they weren't, you would have never thought of it in the first place. Your consciousness is already aware. You just have to vibrate at that right frequency to draw it in. So, remember every day is a day of thanksgiving every day that we get up don't let it just be about this week be grateful every day every day you wake up on this side remember somebody else didn't every day you sit down and eat remember somebody else didn't when you get in your bed i don't know but my bed is comfortable Somebody else doesn't have a comfortable bed. They're downtown living under the bridge. So every day should be a day of gratitude and thanksgiving. So let's release and let go. Ricky Byers has a song, Release and Let Go and Let Spirit Run Your Life. When we let go, It's our ability to release our negative thoughts, our feelings, beliefs, and attitudes from our consciousness. It's a time of cleansing. You know, we're at the end of the year. We're getting ready for the new year. Many of us have our desires, wishes, plans for the new year and what's going to take place. But any time you're looking for something new, there's always something you need to release. And create a vacuum. Make space. Think about your home. Couldn't you clean out some closets or clean out some drawers or maybe the garage? We've got those spaces, those drawers that are jam-packed with stuff we haven't seen in years. Oh, and ladies, you know the stuff we have hanging in the closet with the price tag still on it? Or the shoes that pinch our toes but we paid a lot of money for them and we don't want to let them go? It's just life. We've got to let go. Let go. Don't be afraid to let go of whatever you have. The universe will only bring you something greater, something bigger, something better. Let it go. I have to tell a story. I bought a, a jacket some years ago, and it was a skater. And if you know anything about women's clothes, it was a little expensive it, but it was really too big for me. I was going to have it altered. The the jacket was fabulous. There was no way at that price that I was going to let it go. So I got the jacket with the intentions of having it altered. It hung in my closet and hung in my closet, and I never had it altered. And I said one day, I said, you know what? Why are you holding this jacket? You're holding it because of the name, the brand name and the price and all of that. And it's not serving you. It's not doing you any good. Do one or two things, have it altered or give it away. And I thought about it and I said, by the time they alter it, they're going to charge me what I paid for it. I gave it away. You can't be afraid to let go of the better things, the more expensive things. (laughs) We get caught up in our head. (laughs) Gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. Guess what? When you let it go, you make room for something better. So if this was at this level and cost this much, you're letting it go so you can get something up here. All your worries, all your fears, all your doubts, let them go. How have they served you? I'm like Dr. Phil. How's that working for you? How's that working for you? It's not. It's causing you stress. It's causing you sleepless nights. It's causing you all sorts of things and challenges in your body. Learn to let go. Learn to let go. To free yourself, letting go also means being able to say, I forgive you. I forgive you. No, what you did was not right. I'm not justifying it, whatever. But when we say forgiveness, we think of forgiveness as for other people. Forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is what sets you free in your mind. Remember, your world is only a reflection of what's going on in your consciousness. So if you're bound in your consciousness to something unpleasant, it's going to keep showing up. Only when you release it, only when you let it go, can its sting or its power be dissolved. So when we talk about releasing and letting go it's all for good we cannot fear letting go it's all good it's all good it's all good and when when we forgive guess what we have to forgive ourselves first and foremost we hold so much of against ourselves. We didn't do what we said we were going to do. We didn't make the deadline for this. We didn't lose the 10 pounds. We didn't hang the picture on the wall, whatever it is. Let it go. Either do it or let it go and move on. Choose something else altogether together different, entirely different. We've got to look at the places where we're getting ourselves stuck and not creating as we would like to create in our experience. And when we forgive ourselves, there's a, uh, Tim McAfee Lewis wrote this song, and it says, I forgive me, I forgive me for everything that I've been holding on to. I let it go. I'm ready for my change. So I ask you this morning, are you ready for a change? So as you sit here and think and you listen to me, what is it you you can let go of? Maybe for some of us, it's clearing and clearing out our house and what have you. For others, it may be emotional. There might be something that we're holding on to emotionally that we've been holding on to for so long. He, she, done me wrong song. Whatever. What is it? You're emotionally tied. Your job let you go. They promoted a a younger person over you, and you've been there for umpteen years. What? There's something we need to let go of. So it's emotional. It's physical. It's mental. What have you been holding on to mentally? What have you been fearing? We know fear paralyzes us. We don't get anything. We also know that whatever thoughts we hold, we draw more of it to us. Our consciousness, in the book again, Pam says, if you ever watch Netflix, you know that after a while, they come up with, because you watched it, they have a list of programs that are similar to and Amazon does the same thing. When you order from Amazon, then they have, you, next time you click on Amazon, they've got suggestions for you to order something that's similar to or in line with what you pr- purchased previously. Well, our subconscious mind does the same thing. So if you keep worrying, it says, oh, she wants more of that. So let me send her some more to worry about. Oh, he's fearful of that. Oh, so let me, just, he wants more fear. So I'll send more of that. We have to be awake and conscious and think about what we do. We've got to stop walking through this expression called life in, on automatic pilot, so to speak. Where we're not conscious. We just go with the flow. We get up, same routine. We get out of the out of bed, same side of the bed, go brush our teeth. Whatever our routine is, go fix our coffee and go. But have you stopped to say in the morning, today's going to be a fabulous day. I'm looking for my good. I'm looking for some unexpected good. Some good thing is coming to me. Some blessing is coming to me. We have that opportunity. You're a co-creator with God, whether you know it or not. Whether you own it, whether you know it, whether you experience it, express it. Well, you experience it, but whether you are conscious of it and, and, and really use it to your advantage is another question. But you are a co-creator, and you cannot change that. So since you can't change that, why not change what you're creating? Why not change how you're expressing. Why not change what you're drawing into your experience? And we have an opportunity to do this. And as I was looking through, I picked up Ernest Holmes' book, This Thing Called You. He said, I'm not concerned about what happened yesterday. I know that today everything is made new. I let go of all sense of limitation. I divorce my thoughts from any beliefs in lack. I let go of all sense of limitation. Your organization is built on the principles that um, that Ernest Holmes taught. And he says, I let go of all sense of limitation. So what does that say to you? Where have you limited yourself? You can stay right now and declare, I let it all go. All sense of limitation. I divorce my thoughts from any belief in lack, whether it's lack of health, whether it's lack in relationship, whether it's lack in finances, whatever it is. I had someone text me last night from another state friend and evidently she's having a challenge with a car and has been having a challenge with the car for a long time. And so there's a new problem with the car and she's got limited funds and one of other and I text back I know this is coming from left field but have you ever thought about a brand new car? And what color and what kind you'd like? And then I told her, I'd pray for prosperity and need increased uh, perfect transportation, increased finances. Oh, I'm dropping everything. Anyway, I didn't get a response, but <laughs> 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 But I put it out there. You know why? Spirit said I needed to shift her way of thinking. She's focused on this car. Every time I talk to her, it's like about this car. She's fixing that. She's fixing the other. She's, I don't know. Have you ever thought, and I know whenever she read it, it kind of jarred her mind, but I needed to move her from that space and just give her something else to think about, the possibility of a brand-new car, and what car would you choose? What color would it be? And so I say the same thing to you with some of the stuff that you're stuck on. What about something brand new? What about a totally different experience? Can you imagine that? Can you bring that to your mind? Can you focus on that? What about health, healing, wholeness? Can you see your body whole? I don't care what the doctor's report is. Can you see it whole? Can you just visualize yourself if you have to stand here and visualize the whole healthy you and then step into it, the prosperous you? Can you visualize it? Can you see it? How would you feel? How would you act? What would you do? What would you say? Sometimes we got to get out of our head with all this negative stuff. We got to live and use this truth that we teach, that we study, Reverend Tony. And I, I know because I, when he talks about the books, I know what you're t- being taught. I know what's in those books. When he mentioned the book the last time I was here, I went home and pulled it off the shelf and browsed through it again. And see, I'm old school because I read with highlighters and markers and write in my books. All you all that like to read on these. Pads and whatnot, more power to you. But I want I want some paper that I can mark up. So when I open it again, something jumps out at me. But well, we've got to release and let go. And not be afraid to release and let go. Because when we are afraid, that simply says, I don't believe the universe can bring me anything better. I don't believe the universe can... And scripture says those that come to God must believe that he is, and he's the rewarder of them that diligently seek after him. So you gotta believe in this infinite presence. You gotta believe in this infinite possibility that you talk about all the time. You gotta believe that it is, and it is a rewarder. You gotta let it go. And there's some things that are beyond what we can do or what we know to do in our minds, And I shared with you all when I was here some time ago, when I had my health challenge in 2016, and I was laying on that stretcher in the emergency room, and I just said, God, I surrender. Because, see, on Saturday afternoon, my appendix ruptured. And I didn't go to the hospital until Monday. So if you know anything about hell in that situation, I wasn't supposed to be standing here this morning. And they didn't expect me to make it through. All of those wonderful little toxins were running around in my body for three days. But on that stretcher, I said, I surrender." I believe in this presence, this power that I talk about. I believe that it is. And I knew I had to get Dolores and what Dolores thought out of the way. Within two minutes of me saying that, the nurse walked up to me and said, Ms. Voorhees, we're going to send you back for a CT. And Dr. Faith is going to put a drain in you. I've heard of a lot of women whose first name is Faith. I have never heard, I don't know about you, but I've never heard of anyone with a last name F-A-I-T-H. And when she said that, I was, it was like, it's over now, it's done. It's already done. I've got the confirmation. I just had to go through the process. That was in September. I actually did not get my appendix out until December because I literally had to go through a process. I had to be on antibiotics for months to clear up my body before they opened it up. The health nurse came and she when she finally took the drain out of my I mean the tube out of my arm, she said, Dolores, you know we called you our miracle client. I said, Why? She said, Dolores, I read your chart. You're not supposed to be here. I said, God and I had another plan. See, you got to have that faith in what you're talking about. You got to believe it. You got to be past lip service. I, my, one of my saying is you can make your mouth say anything. Can you back it up? Can you back it up? you believe what you're saying with all your heart with all your mind with all your soul Do you believe it so think about it as we go through this week and you move on to the new year and you've got your plans for whatever it is you want to happen in 2020 what are you going to release what are you going to let go of so you can have something better what area of your life are you going to work on? What are you going to surrender to? You well, see, you have the ability to name everything. They tell us that story in Genesis. God told Adam, you can name it whatever you want to name it. So, will you going to name it? And there's a story. <laughs> there were there was a conference of baseball umpires. And, you know, all of the young umpires, there was a news reporter, and he was interviewing the umpires. And all the young umpires had all these theories about how the ball was thrown and how it went over the plate and all of this stuff. So he asked old guy, been umpiring for years, Chewing tobacco, spitting to the side. He said, How do you you explain this? He said, It's simple. Some balls, some strikes, but they ain't nothing till you call (laughs) them. And that's the way it is with life. It ain't nothing till you call it. So you have that ability to speak into your own life, to release and let go of all that is not serving you, all that's not for your highest good and greatest joy. You deserve that. If nobody told you that, I'm telling you today, you deserve the highest and the best. Choose to receive it. Bless you and happy thanksgiving. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at TrinityCenterAtlanta.org forward slash donate.